I'm going to be doing a reading for Pisces, Sun, Moon, Rising, and Venus. Also for your cross watchers. Also for those of us who find ourselves on this channel without any Piscean anything, you're probably an empath. You're probably needing messages from your soul. So again, <clears throat> my name is Emmy and I'm from Emmy Evolving. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Let's go ahead and let's pull some cards. I asked what this reading was going to be about, and I heard something that I didn't really like. <laughs> um, <clears throat> being totally honest, totally honest. Uh, here it is. Make it or break it, but never letting go. So it seems as though you have someone in your, um, I don't know if they're in your life, but there's, you know, there's someone, um, someone that's, I, I don't want to, I don't want to load up the energy of this reading to be something toxic. <laughs> uh, let's just let the reading surprise us. I'm going to pull three. <clears throat> And let's just let it surprise us. All right. Okay, so I can pull three there and pull three from this deck. Ooh, I feel really prickly right now. I feel like <clears throat> a lot of this super strong energy of, um, I don't know like almost like wanting to be left alone, um, irritation, <clears throat> like not, not allowing yourself to be the very thing that, um, that causes you to be stuck. You know what I mean? Let me just reshuffle this. The, the feeling doesn't feel good. Let me reshuffle all of this. I don't like it. I don't like the feeling. <clears throat> um, it's a it's a yucky feeling. <clears throat> Almost parasitic. Let me just I'm put all this back. I'm sorry, guys. <clears throat> Do you guys feel that? It's like a really yucky type of, uh, I don't know. It's yucky though. <clears throat> it's a very yucky feeling. One, two, three. Oh, that's interesting. Doubling, doubling, doubling. Card number 12, Black Moon Lilith mystery. In revenge and in love, woman is more barbaric than man. So it's this sense of like things that are hidden, um, just waiting for something yucky. Uh, ugh, the hell is that? Hold on, let me look at the comments. One second, guys. <clears throat> Sorry. 
one second though. I, I need to do something. Oh, it's right there, right there. Ah, <laughs> it was already right there. I clicked too quickly. All right. So it's just a, um, like a yuckiness to it that needs to be addressed. Uh, gonna just kind of clear, clear the space. Um, I'll just clear this. <clears throat> Again, sorry, I keep having to clear my throat. Um, okay. <clears throat> Does that feel better? Like a little bit better? <laughs> oh my goodness, my hair is crazy today. The energy is crazy today. So it's time to be careful. Think of what, what might manifest over anger, bitterness, or revenge. What you have worked so hard for may collapse. And it's almost like the very beginning of this reading has to do with someone um, maybe your reaction to someone causing that person to have an excuse to be extremely vindictive, to be extremely, um, extremely like hell bent on. <sighs> okay, hold on. I got to do a full on energetic clearing. Sometimes, yo. Sometimes I would just be getting sick and tired of stuff. Oh, okay. Breathe very deep and very slow, guys. All right. There is this thing that happens sometimes where people will be used as Trojans and these Trojans, they'll require, they'll demand, they will insist access to you, to your life, to whatever is sacred to you. Um, and it's up to you if you're going to allow that. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> these are people who are being used uh, for parasitic access to you. And if you allow that, then you're allowing the access, okay? People oftentimes won't understand why I'm so like cut and dry about this type of subject, where if, if I identify you as someone who is being used by Trojans uh, to access me in my life, I'm just gonna cut it off. If you're not gonna have an extraction, I'm gonna cut it off, why? Is it because I, um, I, you know, I want you to purchase a session for me? No, it's because I don't need that kind of drama in my life. That's why my life is peaceful. And that's what you guys have to come to terms with. The recognition that maybe um, there's someone trying to gain access to your life, um, you know, and it's like this thing of, Whew. 
why is it that you're wanting so badly to be accessing me, uh, associated with me in my circle in, you know what I mean? Uh, and I'm sure Pisceans and empaths can relate so heavily to this because this happens often, you know, it happens often. And usually it happens often when we are so focused on catering to other people and their, um, expectations. It's not even really a need. It's more like just an expectation. Okay. This expectation is going to be the very thing that causes you to open yourself up to this type of access. Now, not everyone in your life needs to be cut off. Okay. I want to just make that very clear. First and foremost, not everyone in your life needs to be cut off, but you know, when, when you get the sense, like for some people, it's an immediate, like, ugh. for other people, it takes a while, but the moment you become aware of that, you, you do have to make some contemplations and then decisions. You have to contemplate on whether or not this person is going to be in your life or should be in your life. You get to decide that. Okay. No matter how much someone wants to be a part of your life, if it does not resonate with you, if it does not add to your peace, you don't have to. See, one of one of the things that is really like cringeworthy because I'm publicly visible is um, oftentimes, well, not oftentimes, it used to be very common. It's not so common anymore, where people will get this sense of they have an absolute entitlement to be a part of my life. You don't, you don't. Maybe if I was trying to be a celebrity, yeah, I'll play along with that. But I think the fact that I'm like, no, (laughs) no, you don't. I'm a regular human being and I'm very selective with my time and my energy, you know? So it's just one of those things where you're really entering into this place of, your most authentic, most empowered type of existence. And it's okay for you. um, It's okay for you to experience uh, kind of like struggles with the decisions that you have to make for yourself. These decisions of whether or not specific individuals should be in your life. This can be romantic. It can be platonic. It can be family-based connections. Really, it it can be anything in your life. You have to be the one to assess, okay? Just really take the time to assess and make sure you you understand. Um, Michael's instructing me to do something. He says I was not thorough enough. Uh, give me one second, okay, guys? I'm very, very sorry. I need to clear something. La, 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 da, 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 da. <laughs> da. Da, da, da. Okay. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. One second. <sighs> um, let me just. Um, oops, yeah, da 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 da
Uh, let me just ask my husband too. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hold on. <laughs> okay. It just sucks. It sucks when you come to certain realizations about certain things. Um, you know, it's just one of them things. All right. Um, let me go back to the live. Okay. So Black Moon Lilith. This is a part that represents soul expansion, cosmological awareness, the force in aloneness, and the path of the individual. This is a dark goddess, okay? Um, <clears throat> it's about a shift in power and consciousness, destruction before creation, right? Um, let's see. Lilith is a feminine force of command and strength. And let me just talk on Lilith a little bit. So I don't have any practices that I practice that elevates Lilith in some way, shape, or form. I have had quite a bit of experiences with that unbalanced, <laughs> unhinged Lilith energy, okay? Um, <clears throat> that Lilith energy, whenever I come across it, when it affects clients, uh, when it's part of sessions, it's always this extremely toxic, like toxic femininity type of energy. Okay. A lot of jealousy, a lot of competition, <clears throat> very, um, very disrespectful with the approach to sovereign space, um, a sense of entitlement, just like ugly. It's ugly AF, like ugly. <clears throat> and it almost feels as though this Lilith energy, this is like the kind of female energy bunny boiler that's the term <laughs> bunny boiler we got a bunny boiler in aisle four bunny boiler in aisle four raising up to a level seven clinger we need a clearing in aisle four please <clears throat> you ever seen that movie uh single white female <clears throat> That's the name of the movie. Movie. I'm not speaking about anyone's like, you know, race or anything like that. <clears throat> the name of the movie is Single White Female. That's the energy. <laughs> Y'all need to see that movie if you haven't already. That is the energy that is being embodied right now. Single White Female. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying someone want to be you, baby boo. You going to let them? Are you going to cut that off? I'm just saying, chop, chop, chop. <laughs> when I was in Vegas, there's this, um, there's this, I think it's like a car lot. And uh, I think his name was the Chop King or something like that. And his commercial was like, chop, 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 chop. He's chopping prices. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> it cracked me up. But that's the thing. There's a lot of deceptiveness that's going on. Um, Pisceans and empaths, you need to protect yourselves. <clears throat> uh, 
um, the past few days, it's been this thing of sensing this energy. And what I've been considering is like, <clears throat> how do I handle this? How do I navigate this? Because I sense something very uncomfortable. I sense something very, very off. I don't know what it is. And it's almost like, depending on how I do this, that's what's going to determine the kind of cluster fluffery that's going to occur afterwards. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know that I've handled anything. I've kind of just left everything alone for that particular subject. And then fast forward to today, and it's a very similar type of energy. Um, almost like obtrusive, like, make me want to cringe. You make me want to leave the room you're in. <laughs> a little bit of a modification of that Usher song. Okay. Anyways, when this card turns up in a reading, something lurks. Oh, see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? This person is a lurker. They are a lurker and they are not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They're just going to keep lurking. I feel like I need to, you know, clearly state a disclaimer to my lurkers. I know you've never seen me in person. I'm not as small and cute as you think. I'm like full-size woman. I'm not pocket size. I'm not bite size. I'm not snack size. I'm not fun size either. I'm like full-size woman, like for real. I mean, I'm not super big, like I'm not super tall or anything like that, but I'm full size, you know, whatever fantasy that the lurkers have, thinking that I'm like really teeny tiny small, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. See this hand? See how big it is? That's big enough to grip your whole face. <laughs> I'm joking. You know what I'm saying? So what am I trying to say? Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> Is what I'm trying to say. I am not the small, cute little thing that you think you're going to put in your pocket. And I think a lot of people have this perception um, if your energy is gentle, right? If your energy is more balanced and less external, like many Pisceans energies are, uh, they think that you're an easy target. And I'm almost wondering do you need to give them hell? Do you need to give them hell? Do you? Is that what it is? Do you need to? You know, I don't know. Um, I think a lot of what people perceive from us is based on how they want us to be. And uh, can y'all hear my fan? Have a Beyonce moment real quick. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm not even joking. Um, It's almost like this sense of um, someone really just, uh, it's a violation of your space. There's, there's a lot of different things going on. There's a lot of different things going on, Pisceans. You need to pay attention. You need to very closely pay attention to what is actually going on in your life, in your circle. Uh, you're about to get sideswiped. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm just saying you about to get side swiped. Okay. 
<sighs> mm. Don't let yourself get caught slipping. Okay. Black Moon Lilith suggests female rebellion. She can represent an angry mother, an enemy, or an embittered woman, or even a stalker or a scorned woman. So it's not even necessarily like this is someone who is interested in you sexually. Um, it's more like this is someone who is interested in you in a way that is extremely inappropriate and misaligned with what you are okay with. A violation of you and your space is still a violation of you and your space. Having standards is not a bad thing. Don't let these petty ass people convince you, these manipulative people convince you, these entitled ass mofos convince you that you are being mean for having some sort of standards. I'm sorry, I don't let demon whores in my space. You wanna stay? Stop being such a demon whorita. That's, that's how the conversation has to go. I'm just saying. Ugh, I'm just saying. Whew, got me riled up. <laughs> Let's go to card number 24 now. <clears throat> card number 24, Pisces, I believe. I must be a mermaid. I have no fear of depths than a great fear of shallow living. Oh, oh my God. In faith and trust, you must surrender to what is. Are, are you really going to have faith and trust in someone who totally disregards your space? Is that what it is? You feel like you need to have faith and trust in that? That everything will be okay despite uh, a complete lack of action? a complete lack of response to the things that are being done, the type of disrespect. I'm not encouraging you to go to war. I'm encouraging you to take a good hard look at the people who have been allowed to be in your environment. Why are they around? For what reason? What have they done to cause you to feel obligated to allow them to stay? What is it? What is it? <clears throat> if you allow yourself to really take a good hard look and you find yourself looking for reasons, not having reasons, but looking for reasons why someone should be allowed to continue to have access to you, that's where you set yourself up for a whole world of WTFers. I'm just saying, don't make me get squeaky voice up in here. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that's how you do it to yourself. And people be telling you in your life, yo, they be telling you like, see, you always, you, you get yourself in these issues. Sometimes my husband says that and I'm like, the F you talking about. <laughs> and over the years, I am slowly seeing Oh my gosh. Okay. I just got a notification and the title says, are you still interested? No, no, I'm not. I never was. And I'm very sorry for allowing you to think that I was, I wasn't playing a game. I just did not want to hurt your feelings. So when you ask, am I still interested? I never was. <laughs> oh, shoot. 
Oh, oh my God. Well, let me just. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me open up the email. Let me just look what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'll read you some key parts. Okay. This is not a client or anyone messaging me. This is an automated um, newsletter that I'm receiving, but these are the key phrases that stand out when I open this email. Uh, let's see. This might be a good day for you. We've been through all kinds of things. Um, a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Why we're offering. Mm-hmm. You heard about us. Mm-hmm. There's a good reason why. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as of right now, you could miss out. Mm-hmm. Miss out on what? You crazy ass drama? Baby boo, let me miss out. Thank you for considering the invitation that you are extending to me. Thank you for considering me for, for, for your next round of drama. I'm going to have to pass. Hard pass. I'm going to have to hard pass, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no need for me to cherry pick. <laughs> so, yo, this stuff. Oh, my God. You can't go back in time. Ooh, this is the reason why. Mm -hmm. Our mission is to help make the world smarter, happier, and richer. If we do our job right and keep offering in case you're strapped for time. I mean... Granted, the email is regarding cryptocurrencies, right? <laughs> okay, so it, it literally has nothing to do, but like all of those blips, 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 that's like Lilith energy. That's a type of conversations, internal conversations that people have with this Lilith energy. And again, for some people, you might be offended because you worship Lilith as your goddess. You worship whoever you want, okay? I'll let you know. I offend a lot of people because I don't believe the same things they believe. And it's okay. We don't have to believe the same things. But we do have to have a mutual respect of each other's sovereign space, sovereign right to privacy. We don't have to worship the same thing, okay? Like, for real. We have to allow ourselves to move forward from this type of logic where, you know, we're tiptoeing around trying to not be offensive to the very people who keep offending our mother freaking soul. Whew. Let me just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yo, B, I'm not playing. <laughs> okay. So Pisceans have trouble maintaining boundaries, sometimes even feeling half erased. You see what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying now? This has everything to do with testing your ability to choose yourself, to cultivate your boundaries, to encourage healthy growth within you by giving you the opportunity to choose certain things. 
and the things you need to choose pertain to you and your personal peace. Okay. We can't allow people to continue to low key manipulate us just by their existence. Pisceans, I'm talking directly to you as one of y'all. Mm -hmm, I know what we do. I know what we do. I know what we do. I'm about to call us out on it. Okay. What we do is we see people, we feel bad for people, and we won't speak up when these people we feel bad for because they create their own crappy situations. We feel bad for them, so we make excuses for them. And when we run out of excuses for them, we still turn and look the other way. Now, I'm not asking you to be someone else, but I am pointing out who you are right now is creating a lot of the issues that you deal with. And if you don't want to deal with these issues anymore, if you are tired of people doing this or that, then you need to actually begin acting, behaving like you're actually tired of it. Because people who are tired of it, when a Piscean is tired of it, you don't exist. Tell me where I lied right there. Show me. Show me, show me where you see lies. When we get sick of it, you cease to exist for us. It takes a lot, but by the time we're there, there's going to be no excuses. None. We don't want to hear, I'm sorry. We don't like, I, I, I watched this video where um, I was talking about water signs. This person is talking about how if you're going to piss off a water sign, make sure, make sure that it is Scorpio because Scorpios will be very direct with their vengeance. <laughs> they will be very direct with their vengeance and it will be, uh, you know, appropriate for, for the transgression that was done, right? <sighs> Cancerians, they're 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 gonna be like above and beyond, right? Like, oh, good God, damn, <laughs> right? And so it's kind of like, eh, I guess if you really want to piss off a Cancerian, that's gonna be a while for them. It's probably gonna be like a blood feud for a while. Pisceans, though, mm -hmm. we'll let you think that you got away with that. We'll let you think you got away with that. And we will take that petty and we will take the longevity and we will mash them together and we will wait for the perfect opportunity to completely obliterate you. Now, it takes a lot to get us there because really we don't have the energy to commit to that type of behavior. It's kind of just like, oh, God, this is just so too much. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's other things that I would like to do, like listen to songs, watch certain things, and just, you know, you know. But by the time we want to do something, you deserve it. Oh, I'm sorry, that was too much truth said so matter-of-factly. Let me rephrase that. You know, we gave you opportunities to walk away. We asked you to stop. But you didn't want to stop. And like, we really left us no choice. Does that sound better? You know, if a Piscean tells you in that way where it's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no. I promise you, by the time the Piscean is in that frame of mind, they're not sorry. They've observed you for so long and they have cataloged. 
You heard me right. Catalog. They kept a file on you. Pisceans. Yes or no? Do you keep a file on people? People who have been hurtful and harmful towards you. You keep a file on them. You, you add little notes here and there to that file. Every little thing you observe them do. Yeah, that extra little note, extra little note until you have this entire game plan of how you are going to destroy a mofo and they ain't even going to see that coming. I'm just saying, oh my God. You know, I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't F with the Pisces because by the time they enact something, it's going to be like nothing any other sign could ever bring to you. Seriously. I don't know that I've ever gotten there. I don't know that I've ever gotten to that point. I, I don't think I have. I don't think I, I don't have any memories of that. I'm pretty sure if I had a memory of that, I would be like, y'all, you know, this one time <laughs> I would totally share it. Uh, I don't have any memories of that. So that tells me that if I ever decide to go there to reach that point, Malfoy, you deserve that. You for real earned that, that type of vengeful wrath. You deserve that. So, you know, Pisces, get yourself out of that situation and that connectivity before you get to that point. Like choose yourself, choose your peace, choose your emotional stability. Instead of trying to prove that you could be as dirty as someone else, I mean, let the filthy bitches be the filthy bitches. Go take a shower, soak in the bath. Dance in the rain, change your clothes, do your makeup, fix your hair, whatever it is. Whatever it is that will help you to feel whole and peaceful in your wholeness, go focus on that instead of trying to understand somebody. Okay? Instead of trying to understand somebody, go focus on that. What I've been learning over the last couple weeks, you know, like maybe month or so, my first assessment of an individual is always the most accurate. And I need to stop being a little, uh, dare I say it? I don't have any other word to call it. I need to stop being a little whole bag. <laughs> a little whole bag that's just like, oh, no, 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 no. They're not like that. Girl, how do you know? How do you know? So having a little conversation with myself right now. Your entire life, your limited memory, okay, all of these people that you had these feelings towards where like you, you can't understand why, they're probably a good person. Why am I being mean? All of those hoe bag moments <laughs> where I'm just like, why, why, why no, they're, they're nice. Why do I think this way? Every single time that I've had that, Given enough time, that very person who I did not want to believe had that capability shows me their capability. There's something to say about the way Pisceans and empaths can make someone feel so absolutely wholeheartedly comfortable around you. And when they get comfortable around you, they begin to show you who they really are, which tends to be a demon whore. I'm just saying. We let them in. We let them in. We invite them to have a seat. We offer them some tea and crumpets, <sighs> some scones with some hot tea. Ask them to kick their feet up. 
and then and then what? And then give them the key, the hall pass to do whatever the hell they want to you. That needs to end. This whole make it or break it, but never letting go. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. See, there's this concept of ride or die, right? I'm a total writer for real. Seriously, that's just, that's who I am. I'm a total ride or die type girl. But here's the thing. I'm not like that for everybody. Nor do I need to be. Nor do I need to be. No, I'm not sorry. No, I'm not ashamed. Not everyone is worthy of the type of devotion that I offer freely. And it's my job and my obligation to myself to begin utilizing my gifts to discern who in my life is worthy of that. Do you know how many people you've been ride or die for, but they won't even, they won't even pitch in with a gas. Whew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This whole concept of um, riding till the wheels fall off. See, Anyone would ride till the wheels fall off. What do they do once the wheels fall off? Once the gas runs out, they're going to offer you some gas money. They're going to help push the car. They're going to walk beside you. What is it? Because if you're going to go your different way, once the wheels fall off, that means you are using me. And if I know that's within your character to walk away the moment I'm no longer of use to you, I'm just saying, why would I be a ride or die for you? I'm not going to be a Bonnie if you're not going to be the Clyde. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't romanticize how you can enable people's using you. Let's not romanticize that, this whole like ride or die thing. Like, no, no. Uh-uh. It's time. It's really, really time. Um, oh, about your question. You may be confused by the reactions of others or simply unable to get to the correct answer. Pisces can be like a pristine sea or the muck of a swamp. So getting lost is a danger. Here's the thing, though. The sea has undercurrents that can suck you down and your body's lost forever right? Right. The muck of a swamp will make it sound like it's bad. Do you know how much life lives in a swamp? People are like, oh my God, the swamp stinks. That smells like earth. It smells like life. There is richness in that decay. Some of the most fertile lands are swamps. Swamps. That statement of like pristine like the sea and a swamp, I mean, that's someone who doesn't understand the gravity of a Piscean. You know, there's like this island of trash that just floats in the ocean. Literally, it's an, it's an island of trash. You want to be like a pristine sea? You know what people do to pristine seas? They commercialize them. Mm -hmm. They monetize it. Is that what you want to be? Simply used for, for what, other people's enjoyment? And what about swamps? Yes, people tend to leave them alone. 
But see, the ones that live in a swamp, they respect the swamp. They take the time to learn the swamp, the swamp's moods, the different components within the swamp. They live in a very cohesive manner with the swamp. I would rather be a swamp. I would rather be a swamp because the swamp has a proper level of respect from the people who um, don't know about the swamp. Yeah, I would rather be a swamp. What's wrong with being a swamp? Most Pisceans are messy, messy in their thoughts, messy in their feelings, messy in the way they conduct their life. So you have to be honest with yourself. Are you an ocean or are you a swamp? Water is water, right? Water is water. How many people have explored the deepest depths of the ocean? <clears throat> Do we know what's there? I mean, this is totally analogous to you and your life. How many people have lost their fear of exploring your depths? How many people are willing to go that deep with you? And then you wonder why you don't feel heard, seen, understood, accepted. How many Pisceans feel accepted? How many Pisceans actually are? Or do you just kind of learn to live the way you are and not really care if people accept you anymore? And then it's at that point that people will be like, oh my God, you're so badass. Are you badass or are you just tired of trying? You can't allow yourself to continue whatever this is where it's like, you're trying to escape, you're trying to escape, you're trying to get away from what it is you need to um, deal with says you may have physical symptoms but find no reason for them be careful when this card comes up allergies and strange reactions may develop Ooh. <clears throat> i wonder if you're gonna start to have a strange reaction to someone who's been in your life where you're starting to realize like oh oh yikes i don't know that you should be in my life and if that's the case, then you need to reassess. You need to better understand why it is the way it is. You need to allow yourself, okay? Um, all right, card number 48, Yod, destiny. A person often meets his destiny on the road he took to avoid it. So Yod is the area of fate in the chart and not particularly a favorable one. This is something that's going to be um, swirling around you over the next couple of weeks, okay? These situations, oh, it says situation may be chaotic or may soon turn that way. It will be hard to see any clear path because of this chaos, but it will be important to weather through it all. This is not always bad because it's a process of finding what works and what isn't functioning. <clears throat> mm. There's a disruptive force at work. I've been noticing that like the people who are naturally disruptive are becoming super comfortable again and are seeing no problem in showcasing their disruptiveness. Yeah, not with me. Not with me. I tell you guys, I say this with zero shame. I'm not the same person that I was a few years ago. I'm just not. 
I found myself over the last few weeks really contemplating and like trying to bring myself back to be at least some type of semblance of the person that I once was, someone who was very happy-go-lucky and just, you know, just like the epitome of a sweet Piscean. I'm not anymore. It's not that I'm not sweet. It's that I'm not fucking in denial about the way people's intentions have affected me over the years. I'm not in denial anymore. No. I did not misunderstand you. I did not misread your energy. You are who you are. And I'm going to begin accepting that at face value. <clears throat> so I'm at a point where it's like, you want to be manipulative. You want to try and utilize emotions. Like, I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's do this. Let's have this conversation. You want to try and threaten me with what? You're, you're going to, what, broadcast information about me? What are you going to broadcast? I'm the same person behind the scenes as I am in front of it. What are you going to broadcast? Because if you're going to broadcast something, make sure it's the whole damn thing, not carefully cropped. Make sure it's the whole damn thing. I don't, and I shouldn't, have any apologies about having standards of who is allowed to be part of my life. You guys shouldn't either. You absolutely should not. Like you gotta be sorry because you see someone for who they are, how they present themselves, you're aware of their intention. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I promise you this. If you're scared that someone's going to talk crap about you, if you, you know, don't give them what they want, which is access to you, what, you know, they're going to talk about you regardless. You know that, right? This is what so many human beings have taught me. The moment you're no longer of use, the moment you finally understand your value, your standards, your boundaries, and you no longer allow access to you. They're going to always talk crap about you. That's always within their character. That was never something you were going to change by being nice enough. That is who they are. That is how they cope with not getting their way. Oh, trust me, Matthew. Matthew writes, hope nobody tries that with you. Many people try that with me. I don't care. I, I truly don't. I don't care. I don't care. This whole thing of like, I'm going to put you in a position that puts you on the spot. And if you don't do what I say, then I've now controlled the narrative. Now I get to paint you in the way. See, look, look at her. Look at me. I rejected you because I don't want your energy around me. What now? What now? Oh my God, she's so mean. Really? So then why do you keep sweating me? Why do you keep wanting to be around? If I'm such a horrible person, why keep trying to come around? And, you know, you can keep responding to those type of things. Or you could just let them do whatever they're doing and carry on with your life. The most vindictive thing I could ever do is just carry on with my life like you never existed. Because <laughs> people go wild when you do that. 
They legit go wild when you do that. When you carry on unbothered by any of the BS that they're trying to force you to fall into. They go wild. They don't know how to handle that. Like, how dare you stay in your peace and not join me in the bull caca that I've properly prepared for the two of us to canoodle in? No. You like to talk shit? You like to create shit? Sit in that shit. I'm not sitting there with you. See what happens to your life when you take that approach with people. See what happens to your life. See how your life begins to become much more peaceful. It will take a while. It will be a process. It will be a process. You know, it will definitely be something, um, something that will allow you to see the truth of people. The only one lying to you about people usually is you. Ooh, this... It says, most positively, this card means that circumstances are good for achieving your goal. Be prepared for sacrifices on your part, and not just one, but several. It will not be an easy path, but it's time to expand your focus. You have a desire for greater awareness, which will come through dedication. But patience and adaptability are necessary in making this situation work to fulfill your greater purpose, the one that you were born for. Whatever you were born to do, your life will prepare you for it, right? Whatever you are born to do, your life will prepare you for it. The situations that you go through are the very situations, the very situations that are helping to prime you to learn, to learn exactly, exactly, exactly what it is that you need to learn to be able to achieve what you need to achieve. Oh, that's interesting. Other people's opinions of us is none of our business. Well, it's none of your business until it's someone or you're someone trying to force yourself on a person who has a negative opinion of you. At which point, that's absolutely your business. That's something you absolutely have to be aware of. I mean, just speaking general terms, of course. That's something you absolutely have to be aware of and leave them alone. Because, uh, you know, people can use sayings, these one-liner zingers, um, in a beneficial way or in a way that further perpetuates that cognitive dissonance, that refusal to accept the reality of what something is. For me... Other people's opinions of me is none of my business until I'm trying to force myself into someone else's life, force a connection with a person who does not want me around, at which point it absolutely has to be part of my business. I absolutely have to see that, um, respect that, all of that. You know, a lot of toxic people think that it's none of their business that you don't want them around, that you feel uncomfortable around them. That's none of their business. But when is that none of your business if, if you're the reason someone feels uncomfortable? How, how is that justification of your continued attempt to infiltrate other people's space? That's absolute your fucking business. Are you kidding me? That is your business. That's your business. You're doing that. You're putting that on someone else. And again, speaking in general terms, like... <clears throat> 
when someone takes that stance with you, like it's none of their business that you don't like them because they're going to keep being there and you can't stop them. Well, game on then. You want to do that? I don't have to be nice to you. <laughs> See how that works? If you want to do that, I don't have, I don't got to play nice now. Now I could be like, I don't want you here. I tried to do it in a very prim and proper, very gentle manner. You couldn't hear it. You didn't want to hear it. You could understand it. You didn't want to understand it. Let me speak in a language that you understand then. And you know, like I said, this is the same person that's going to go around and, oh my God, she's so mean. When you didn't hear me say it the first time, when I then begin to realize that you heard me, you just didn't care. I need to begin reflecting that same lack of consideration because the amount of consideration I'm giving you needs to now be given right back to me by me where I'm considering how you're making me feel and I'm taking the proper action having the proper abrasive response to scrape that away. You know what I'm saying? When someone has developed a callus and it's that thickening of their skin that doesn't allow them to understand, to absorb what you are communicating about your needs, then what happens? Just like a... a manicurist, uh, someone who's doing your pedicure, a nail tech, they're going to sand that down because that's how you address it. That's how you get all of the whatever chemicals and nutrients and whatever treatments it is to penetrate into the healthy skin. We have to be able to do what we are created to do. And sometimes Sometimes you have to just accept you were created to be the abrasion, the abrasive factor in someone's life to kind of sand down some of that ugly, some of that thickening that's prevented them from being more functional in life, having more functional, healthy connections with other people. Now, is that something you should take pleasure in? Not really. Not really. I don't take pleasure in being hurtful. I don't. But here's the thing. I know for a fact the person that I am, I always attempt to communicate clearly before I resort to any like uh, abrasive type of communication. <laughs> you want me to keep whispering soft nothings to you? How many times have I told you? that I don't want blah, 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 that I'm not comfortable with blah, blah, blah. After a certain point, the soft whispering is, is you're telling me that's not your language. And if your language is like obnoxiousness, if your language is something that's more abrasive, then that's the language I'm going to have to speak. You chose that though. That wasn't my first go-to. People want to blame you for finally grasping what their native language is. 
And they don't want to take any accountability for the fact that you have tried and tried and tried to communicate your needs, needs that they completely disregarded because, well, no, I'm not leaving you alone. I've already like volunteered you to be the hero of my life. I'm not done with you being my hero. When I'm done with you being my hero, I'll let you know because then I'm going to volunteer you to be my villain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I see all the time. And not just with me, I've seen it play out for so many other people so many times. I have this one girlfriend who's also publicly visible, right? And she does really amazing things for other people. We don't always agree. Her and I don't always agree, and that's okay. We can coexist without fully agreeing on everything, right? But part of the reason why we have resonance, her and I, We've both been through the same things where people have, have placed us on a pedestal and like, oh my God, goddess, goddess, sister, sister, right? <laughs> and then we do all of these things for other people, which that's okay. I would still do these things for other people. But then when they can no longer utilize us as a hero, uh, they will find a new hero, which is, that's fine too. The only thing that's not fine is suddenly without having done anything, you're now the villain. That's not okay. That's not okay. So that's when I learned, oh, it's not just me. It's this human characteristic that exists where we're trying to recreate dynamics that we see in movies and every time there's a hero, by requirement, there must be a villain or else that person, by definition, is not a hero. Humans live through juxtaposition. The juxtapositioning of opposing polarities is what gives the typical human the ability to anchor themselves and have an idea of where they're at. And that's usually not where they actually are. When you are neurodivergent and you continue to force yourself to be immersed in neurotypical behaviors, environments, mindsets, you will suffer needlessly. And I'm not saying we need to just get rid of the neurotypical people. I'm saying you need to accept yourself for what you are. You see things in a way that others usually don't. Now, don't feel very down about this. Very, very soon. There will be much more neurodivergent people than there are neurotypical. And this is not about being part of the dominating group. This is about realizing very, very soon, everywhere you turn, you will feel at home. You just have to keep focusing on cultivating yourself, your understanding of yourself and your life and your journey. We can continue to speak intensely about all of these different atrocities that we regularly will have to face, or we can acknowledge it for what it is. We've talked about it enough, and it's time to move forward onto bigger, more beautiful things. And the people who are part of those atrocities, those atrocious experiences, uh, they're not going to give you permission to do this. You're going to have to choose to do it yourself, to move forward without their consent. See, when you're a prisoner to someone, they'll never willingly set you free. 
when you can serve as their whipping girl or whipping boy, when you can serve as the focus point of their really um, unhealthy fixations, they're not going to quietly just like, oh, no, thank you so much for your part in my life. No, be free. They're not going to do that. No. Even after you've already removed yourself from that, they will try and hold on to you with bloody fingernails. They will try and force interaction with you. Some of the most narcissistic type behaviors will try and force interaction. They will try and be offensive intentionally to get you to respond back. No, you're irrelevant. That's irrelevant to me in my life. Is that part of my truth? No. Is that who I am? No. So then who cares? If you care so much about what other people think and it's not the truth about you, how are you going to convince them differently? Because that would tell me that you're going to try and convince them differently. How are you going to do that? More importantly, what happens if they refuse to do that despite how hard you try? What's going to happen to you? You're going to keep trying? You're going to force them to see? So at that point, what makes you different? Nothing. You become the very thing that you're fighting, the very thing that you're trying to transmute. That's what you become. So for me personally, what's the solution? I'm going to just walk away and not look back. I'm going to let you be free to be you, to do you, to do whatever it is that you do, which is, you know, if, if you're the person that talks caca, go ahead, talk your caca. Talk your caca. What's that to me? But I mean, what if they, no, there's no what if. What's that to me? Is it my truth? No. Okay, so why do I need to worry about that? Why do you need to worry about that? Now, if it's something that is really damaging to your business, really damaging to your, your, um, your character, you know, you're being really smeared, go seek a lawyer. See if you have a case. Screenshot everything. See if you have a case. I mean, short of that, I mean, what do I need to do? Because what I've learned, this is what I've learned. The time I take to explain myself, that's a waste. Why? Because the people who are truly valuable to me, they didn't believe the BS to begin with. So then who am I talking to? The people who are looking for an excuse to justify their already existent distaste, dislike of you. But I didn't even do anything. Yeah, they didn't care. They didn't need you to do something. They were waiting for you to do something so they could justify how they already felt about you. They already felt that way from the start, but they were too cowardly to come out with the reality of how they feel towards you. They needed courage in numbers. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't want to talk out against Emmy unless there's at least a couple other people who will say it because she's kind of scary. That's what I see day in and day out. That's what I've seen for many, many years, not just directed at me, but quietly observing human behavior. That's what I have witnessed. 
So of course I'm going to change. At some point in your life, you're going to have to become realistic. You can no longer live in that fairy tale of believing in the goodness of people and allowing that to be the end all be all. I still believe in the goodness of people, but I no longer live in that fairy tale where if I'm nice enough to you, you're going to be nice to me too. No, I'm going to be realistic. What does that mean? I'm going to recognize the potentiality I see in you, which is a very beautiful one. And then I'm going to listen and accept the reality of who you choose to be, which is not so beautiful sometimes. And if who you choose to be is not compatible with who I choose to be, we need to be who we are separately. And if you can't hear me or refuse to hear me, when I speak gently, tenderly, when I try and be ginger with your feelings, then I'm going to have to speak very gruff. I'm going to have to speak the language that you know. And then these are the people who are going to be like, oh my God, you know that everyone's mean to me. I can't believe you would be mean to me too. What I've realized, there, there's... <laughs> I've noticed this patterning that the people who are the most vocal about how everyone is mean to me tend to be the very person that is the most abrasive and will not take accountability for their behaviors. And now I see why everyone is mean to you. Um, I don't want to be mean to you, but I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't. And people will tell me that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, even my friends are mean to me. And I'm such a sucker for that kind of stuff. I have to quit doing that. I have to quit being this person that's like, I'm going to be your only friend. If you only have one friend, I'm going to choose to be that friend. I'm going to be the person that's going to love you into wholeness. Uh -uh. Ask me how many times I've been able to do that for someone. With that type of mindset, like, everyone's mean to me. I don't do anything to anyone and everyone's just mean to me. How many times? None. Literally, none. None. And I'm recognizing right now in this moment, that's a projection because I have had people absolutely mean to me. Why? I don't understand it. I literally don't do anything to anyone. And that's the thing. There's a difference there. What's the difference? I recognize now what I did. And what did I do? I took away their ability to continue feeding on me. So yeah, they had a fit. They had a fit. But I mean, that's, I mean, that's not something bad. They're feeding off of you. Yeah, but they don't see it like that. They see it as like, she's just being mean. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm loving myself is what I'm doing. You know? So, you know, it's one of those things, though. It's really just one of those things where you have to allow yourself to be very, very realistic about who you are, about what you've done, about the ways in which you have encouraged possibly, uh, people to, to be this ugly with you. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying taking accountability for how you allowed this in. 
so that you understand what not to do again in the future. This is not the place where we focus on blame. This is the place where we focus on how we can empower ourselves through the recognition of causation and effect. You chose this option and led to this effect. You didn't like that. Don't choose that option again. Every time I don't choose me as my option, it leads to an effect that breaks my heart. No more. It's me breaking my own heart. It's me having a misaligned expectation of other people. I cannot continue to live a life where I expect my heart to exist in other people. I cannot expect my integrity, my ability to love, empower, and support with zero expectations to exist in other people. Now, to balance that out, I do recognize there are people who are like me, who I don't have to cultivate in order to become like. They, they already are like me. They have the same mindset. They have the same integrity. If I want to be around that, then I need to find those people, not try and make other people who are not naturally like that into what I want them to be. Do you see how that's emotional manipulation on my end if I do that? So that's taking accountability. I don't want to be an emotional manipulator. I don't. I don't. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to romanticize your potentiality and then try and like force you, coerce you into tapping into that. No, that's not my right to do that. And because I'm reaching higher levels of a ripening understanding of my place in my co-created world, I'm establishing more and more peace for myself because I am more and more willing and able to accept people as they are. And just because I accept you as you are does not mean I accept your presence in my life. It means I recognize who and what you are for me, an opportunity for me to choose myself and excuse you from my life. People won't like to hear that. And those are the people who don't give a shit about the way I feel and, and how they make me feel. So it's only fair that I not give a shit about their feelings too as I walk away. That's only fair. It's fair. It's called balance. It's not a tit for tat. It's not me going out of my way to be hurtful to you. It's about being reflective. Why do I need to give you more consideration than you give me? When we put it in those terms, hey, can nobody say nothing now, huh? Right? But until you put it in those terms, people will try and rationalize. They will try and intellectualize. They will turn it into spirituality. Well, you're more evolved, Emmy. You have to be more patient. I am not more evolved. I'm just more willing to let you caca on me. No, not no more. Not no more. This whole concept of you're more evolved. So you have to be more compassionate. Compassion to whom? Hmm? Compassionate to whom? To the person who shows me no compassion? 
Now, again, that doesn't mean I've justified attacking you. Like, no, that's not me either. But if you lack the capability or willingness to reciprocate my level of compassion for you, I'm going to have to retract my compassion for you and gift it to myself. See, when you send out energy, when you send out consideration, you create a void within yourself, an empty space. And as you send that to someone else, the love and consideration and whatnot, which is a beautiful thing, right? Theoretically, um, you send it through a cord. And now you're displacing that amount of energy in their field. And you don't get to pick and choose what they'll send through the cord to you. So someone's having a toxic life. Feel badly for them. You're going to send them love. Five pounds of love can easily become an exchange, a payment for five pounds of toxicity. Yes. Have you ever heard of the laws of reciprocal reflection? Where you reciprocate through reflection. The environment that you exist within becomes the environment that exists within you. I'm very careful of who I hang out with. Because if you're toxic, if all you do is complain, 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 and I don't like it, I don't want to become like that. So I'm not going to be around you. Because guess what? It's been shown time and time again, something like the five people, five to seven people that you hang around the most, become the five to seven people whose characters you take in as your own. Yeah. So if I don't hang around you, it's because I don't want to be like you. And that's rude to say, but that's the reality. We can't mince words when it comes to something like this. It has to be said very, very matter of fact and very, very clear. If I don't want to hang around you, it's because I don't want to become like you. There's something within you that really rubs me the wrong way. And I don't want to begin behaving like that. It's okay for me to have standards for the first time in my life. It's okay for me as a grown-ass woman to finally realize I've lived pretty much my entire life with a lack of standards for what I expect from the people who have access to me. And no, I don't have to be angry about it. I don't have to be bitter or angry about the life I've already lived. Just because it took me over 40 years to get to this point of understanding and self-love does not mean I have to be angry about the 40 years that it took me to get there. I'm not wasting any more of my time, my life, or my energy. This whole make it or break it, but never letting go. That's toxic. That's just toxic. And if people want to be toxic, let them. But you're going to need to choose. You're going to need to choose, okay? You're going to need to choose exactly how you respond or react to that. If you're going to allow yourself to be bullied, basically, <laughs> into allowing it to continue, that's a choice that you made. Am I saying that's what you deserve? No. Who deserves that? Not even crappy people deserve that. But when you continue to choose the same things that lead to the same actions, results, I'm going to have to just accept that that's what you choose for yourself. 
no more of that savior complex, that complex that causes you to be like, oh, I have to help you. Yeah, no, you totally cut me, but no, you didn't know any better. You didn't know as an adult that when you take verbal daggers uh, and stab people with that, that it's going to hurt them. You didn't know. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. It's very, 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 very rare for someone to not actually know their effect on other people. There's a difference between not actually knowing and not caring enough to try and understand why you do what you do. There's something so ridiculously selfish and toxic about someone who doesn't feel the need to understand why people continuously react the way they do to them. It's toxic. It really, really is. And it's okay if you don't want to be around that. It's also okay if you do. But I'm not going to sit there with you. That's the thing. Sometimes people will want to choose that. They will actively choose that. And then they'll expect you to sit there with them because like you're not being a good friend if you don't. Well, you're not being a good friend if you expect that of me. <laughs> so now that we've established we're not good friends for each other, uh, let's just carry on. Let's move forward separately. Separately. It's time for you to reclaim your life. Okay, I'm going to pull one final card. Let's see where it takes us. I think we need a song. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, sucky, sucky. Mm -hmm. Let's see what this is about. Let's see what this card is about. Because she's she's looking, she looking like she's about to boot upon someone in the face. She's gonna boot upon people. All right, here it goes. Card number 42. Kali Kalmasa Nasini. She devours darkness with her endless hunger for light peace and redemption she reaches the deepest places the darkest spaces relentless in her pursuit of the lost and despairing no soul shall ever be forgotten abandoned or betrayed by her those that believe in their own guilt their sin their shame evoke her mighty tenderness and she feasts upon the darkness that threatens to consume them alleviating the weight of their suffering allowing their hearts to become light and free and honestly, I'm going to be really blunt right now. If I need to be portrayed publicly as this toxic villain, bitter as fuck, by all means, by all means, I've been portrayed as a villain most of my life anyways. I really don't give a shit. 
if that is the price that I got to pay for you to be triggered to the point of self-realization, self-actualization, we good. I'll pay that price for you. We good. We good. Just make sure you grow beyond this point. That's all I ask. You don't ever have to give me credit. You don't have to ever have to feel sorry or bad that I've been vilified to help you empower yourself. I'm good. I've experienced that most of my life anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the one that will be truthful with you and help you to realize the ways in which you've been choosing the toxicity and allowing the toxicity to stay. And everyone who basically are the flying monkeys, I'll be their target. That's okay. Take off running in the other direction. I'll distract them. I'll distract them while you set yourself free. Yep. Not worried. Not at all. There are some things that you need to allow yourself to just accept. There are certain things that have happened in your life. They probably weren't very nice. There are certain things you have struggled through that probably broke your heart. There are certain disappointments that you might not recover from. But you got to keep going. You got to keep living. You got to keep growing. You have to keep allowing yourself to go through whatever processes that will help to encourage your healing. It's okay. It's really, truly okay for you to finally see how poorly the people that you love the most have treated you. It's okay. No, I'm not going to blame you. I will hold you accountable for what you've chosen. Like, you have to be aware of that. But no, you didn't deserve that. Just because you didn't have the courage to choose something differently did not mean that suddenly you deserved it. That's what you chose. No. No, that's not how that works. No, taking accountability has nothing to do with you deserving less than what you actually deserve. It's not about admitting that, oh, you're the problem. No, you are the gateway that allows problems in. Yes. So if you don't want to function like that, then don't be that gateway. Don't let access, don't give them access to you. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's okay for you to be upset because for the first time, quite possibly, in your life, you're sitting with someone, me, who's pointing out the way you've been treated is not okay. And no, you're not being dramatic. Yes, you should be pissed off. No, you don't deserve that. Oftentimes, when someone is in a very, you know, A, B, Yusuf <laughs> environment. Um, most of the people in their environment will probably be like, oh, well, you know, you always choose that anyways. That's messed up. That's not okay. Even if you did choose that, that's not okay. That's not okay. Choose differently, exit environments that perpetuate the mindset that you have that allows for the continuation of what you're suffering through. Um, 
allow yourself to recognize there are environments much like this sacred space we share where you can be who you are and no, you're not going to be villainized. Um, no, we don't need to point out all the ways in which you've effed up. No, we've all made mistakes, made bad decisions, selected unhealthy things at some point, and we all have learned from it. And this is the place where you are reminded of how powerful you are, how much you are learning through right now, how much progress you stand to develop, to, to take into yourself the moment you get through this. Okay. And yes, I say all this while still maintaining my boundaries. I have specific standards. If your energy is caca, I will choose to not allow you to be around me. I can still root for you silently from afar, as well as choose not to let you around me. <laughs> Just because I believe in people's potential does not mean I no longer believe in what I deserve. If your energy is disruptive, if your energy is caca, if you have been infused with tremendous amounts of parasitic caca, I don't need you around me. I don't need that kind of stuff around me. Does that mean I think you're a horrible person? No, it just means don't be around me. Well, that's not fair, Emmy. Like you can't pick and choose. I absolutely can because this is the Emmy Evolving channel. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. The reason I can is because I'm not trying to be a celebrity. See, if... I needed everyone to love me and for me to grow my audience tremendously, then yes, by all means, I have to tolerate all of that. But that's not what I'm doing here. I'm not trying to create a celebrity dumb. I'm simply allowing myself to be witnessed in my most sacred, most vulnerable space. And because of that fact, I can choose to not allow you to have access. And if you tell me that I can't choose that for myself, that tells me you never considered what, what I needed to begin with. So I don't even need to listen to you. Right? What you're witnessing is me taking accountability for my decision, knowing there will be specific types of ramifications of people being pissed off, that I am being very careful with my sacred space. And I don't care if people don't like it because the people who don't like it are the people who don't care about how I feel in a sacred space of vulnerability. And I never have to be apologetic about having standards. I'll leave you with a thought. This is a space where I'm naked in my truth. If I was literally naked, would it be okay for one of you to come up and touch me in ways that felt like a violation? Would I have to deal with that? Would I be considered mean if I didn't allow you to continue to touch me in areas I don't want to be touched? That's what your sacred space is. 
Don't allow people to believe they have some sort of entitlement to touch you in the places you don't want. That is not okay. Whether it's by viewing you, whether it's by their words, whatever it is, you have a right and an obligation to cultivate your garden. And any weeds that grow that you don't want there, you have to uproot that motherfucker. And you have to properly dispose of it. Have no apologies for learning who you are and what you need and what you want in your space. People can be whoever they want. And you can choose how you are going to react or respond to it. That's just plain and simple. Plain and simple. No more, no more, no more. We are no longer going to allow people to guilt and shame us into continuing their access. No more. No more. Several years I allowed people to guilt and shame me. Several years I allowed people to do this to me, to convince me that disrespecting myself is more acceptable than being honest with my need for you to not be around me. Did that create some sort of safety, growth? No, not at all. It just further perpetuated the distorted teachings that I received as a child. The things that told me that I don't matter the things that made me feel as though not only do I not matter, I'm inconvenient. I'm annoying. Well, motherfucker, if I'm annoying and inconvenient, stop coming around. That's how I see it now. That's how I see it now. If my standards are inconvenient, why do you keep coming around? Mm-hmm. Why? And I promise you, when you have these standards for yourself, you'll see there will be people who will still continue. They will still continue to try and force interaction, force their place in your life. When they show you that, you have some choices to make. And I hope your choices always lead to you choosing you, your peace, your growth. Never be apologetic for that, ever, ever. Because the more you apologize, even if it's silently, the more they'll be emboldened to do more. No. Mm -mm. I breastfed my children exclusively. I was never told to cover up or shamed. Why? Bitch, I'm feeding my kid. But you need to back the fuck up <laughs> and not even approach me with your bullshit. You're uncomfortable with seeing my breast exposed and no, I'm not going to cover my kid's head with a blanket. Fuck out of here with that shit. Uh-huh. My boob is fully exposed, the top portion. It's not naked if you can't describe the color, shape, and size of my areola or nipple. Why are you looking so hard? Who's the pervert now? <laughs> I'm just saying. I've never had anyone tell me feeding my child in public is somehow perverted. Never. Why? Because I've never been apologetic about it. My cousin used to make fun of me because, like, I would totally breastfeed my child 
at the table at the restaurant. If we're all eating, I'm not going to not let my baby eat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I don't think so. The more apologetic you are about who you are, the braver those people become in attacking your sense of self. Don't give them that kind of power over you. Accept yourself as you are, knowing there's room to adjust and grow, room to mature, room to become even more empowered with grace and compassion for self. You deserve that. You deserve that peace, okay? So this is a good place to leave. <laughs> uh, you guys, life is beautiful when you make it beautiful. Life is beautiful when you choose to see it as such. Don't wait for other people to do this for you. You're very well equipped to do this for yourself internally and then externally. If y'all could please give this video a thumbs up. If you haven't already subscribed, please do subscribe. Turn on that notification bell. Join me when I'm live. If you are listening on a podcast app, please interact with the track and do whatever it is that podcast things do. <laughs> Share it out, download it. I don't know what you guys are supposed to do, but please support this channel. If the work that I do resonates with you, I do ask that you go to the soulsanctuary.love. Thank you, Ocean Lover, for typing that out. If you go to the soulsanctuary.love, you can find some of the projects that we're working on. I'm currently in the process of attempting to raise funds to form an actual nonprofit recognized by the federal government. That is the first step in what I need to do to fulfill some of the more profound purposes I came into this life for. I want to do this with you guys. I don't want to just raise the money myself. I want you to be an active part of it. Really, truly, wholeheartedly be an active part of the foundations from which we are going to rebuild humanity. It's time for us to begin coming together, really, truly coming together and empowering each other. A lot of the projects that I have planned, uh, they involve participation of so many of you. This is not a single person project. It's an actual sanctuary for all our souls. And many of us are tired, tired of the way the world functions, tired of the way, you know, we don't have the consideration we need, tired of all of this and all of that. If you're tired of it, start acting like it. Join me. Join me in my efforts to change the world as we know it to be. This is not a fool's mission. This is my destiny. It is. And the fact that you're here tells me it's probably part of yours as well. So let's do the damn thing. <laughs> let's do the damn thing and let's do it together. Let's do it with no hesitation. Let's do it with excitement, camaraderie, a type of homogenous unification that the world actually needs. It's not just me that needs this. I need it because I can feel the world needs it badly, badly. So I'm going to let you guys go. I love y'all from the deepest depths of my heart's oceans. I hope you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Bye, everyone.
Thank you.